everything is possible. It's it's always possible. Uh, you only have to take time to to endure things, and and it might not end up exactly as you wanted it to be, but it's the first step. So time is actually one of the, the critical components in this case. One critical part that I've really learned about and, and I brought with me all the time is to work as a team. You need to trust yourself and every day discuss and be very open. The trust part to, to really, as a team, uh, where you and I discuss every day. Welcome to the Business Developer Podcast with Sujay a source of inspiration for business developers. By listening to this podcast, you may gain some ideas, inspirations, or food for thought towards your own journey of developing your business successfully, now or in the near future. Thanks to each one of you who liked the previous episode with Caroline Beronius, CEO and founder of Adresia, and its Chief Technology Officer, Maria Schedel. Four billion people meaning every other person in this world does not have an address. I did not know that before. Did you? Caroline and Maria have been working hard to resolve that problem through Adresia. We all wish them good luck to help resolve that problem. In this episode, we shall learn from the immensely rich journey of a lifelong business developer, Arvind Malhotra. Arvind has been a business developer since he was a teenager. He has participated in serial and systematic entrepreneurship with more than 25 businesses, with exits big and small. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming our guest, Arvind. Welcome to the Business Developer Podcast. Thanks for taking our time to join this episode, Arvind. Oh, thanks, Sujay. This is a real honor to be part of your podcast, and I'm really looking forward to our discussion. Yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to your discussions. You bring in a breadth of experience and depth of experience too, which I will let you share in your introduction. Darwin, to get started, to give you a brief here, Arvind, about this podcast. This podcast is to serve as a source of inspiration, source of learning for business developers. And what we intend to go into the podcast is to actually go into the nitty gritties of experiences of business developers like you so that people can actually draw their learnings and learnings through your experiences and you can share your story. So really appreciate if you can help us to take us through that part. I've done my share of mistakes, so I think I can add to some practical parts of this. Yes. Yes. So to get started, Erwin, if you can start sharing the story of your life, your journey till now. Sure, of course, I'll do that. My father is from India. And my mother is from the south of Sweden in Skåne, a small city called Skurup. And growing up with this mixture have, have given me a, a lot of perspectives on, on life, of course, because uh, going to India uh, very young, uh, been there a lot, and also traveling in, in, in Sweden. Uh, I'm brought up in Sweden uh, and I went to Swedish school also. So I have both the, the Indian background uh, with a completely different mentality and structure and approach to life and then we also have the Swedish way and I think this has given me a, a background that that fits pretty well into entrepreneurship and I started my early age uh, of course doing my own businesses uh, everything from the Swedish perfect schooling in selling Christmas papers uh, to earn my first money 
and I've been working since I was 14. And entrepreneurship is something that is very natural to me. And uh, from early age, I understood that sales is critical. Uh, and I might have been focusing too much on sales and not the business development part in the beginning. But that changed when I met some friends and we started uh, a, our first strong venture called Firm Factory Network. And it was actually five totally different uh, people meeting up uh, with different backgrounds, with different focuses. And uh, together we started more than uh, 24 companies. Wow, that's so much interesting. And even if taking to your background of both the Indian influence and the Swedish influence, and that's very interesting. And you spoke about how it helped you into entrepreneurship. Can you take us a little bit some examples of it? What exactly did you find in this mixture of Indian culture and Swedish culture to propel you and give you some positives or maybe some advantages as compared to others towards entrepreneurship? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> there, there are several parts of them. In India, everything is possible. It's, it's always possible. Uh, you only have to take time to, to endure things. And, and it might not end up exactly as you wanted it to be, but it's the first step. So time is actually one of the, the critical components in this case. With my experience with India, it has given me the approach of let time do their part. If you're in, in too much hurry, you won't get a good result. And that's something that we really learned. One of the first companies we started, we, were had, a, we had a really interesting timetable. We should, oh, we should be profitable within two years and we should make the exit within three years. Um, that company was uh, sold nine years later. And uh, <laughs> so, 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 so time, time is critical. And I think we changed and also an openness to, to, to allow yourself to change. When going through a startup, you really need to trust your uh, instincts, but you also need to give yourself time and space to deviate from this idea because you need to get traction first because Rome wasn't built in one day and, and the same with the company. You have to let the companies grow over time. Uh, if you don't want to sell out too early, because that's, that's a common uh, error uh, entrepreneurs do, oh, we will need to get some more venture capital into the company. And they start taking in external money too early and too cheap. And that's not, a, that's very, it's, it's an expensive learning, I would say, because it's better to make your own money, deviate a bit from your plan so that you can keep more of the, the, the company yourself. Letting people coming in too early, that will make everything much more difficult. Yep. I think that's a two good, important, very nice point that you mentioned. Let time play the role. And, and that's difficult, actually. It's easy to say. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's very difficult to not do things. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. It's really terrible because you're also in your body, you have your life. It's like a spring loaded. You need to get actions, actions, actions. Yeah, yeah. But trust yourself there and take one step at a time. Really, you can't run before you can walk. And first you need to, to learn how to crawl, actually, before you can walk. So give yourself the time. Yeah, to support that, I actually feel something very much like 
go slow to go fast you know at times you need to decide when to go slow and that's where judgment and wisdom comes in but turning over to the other side what what are the swedish things that helped you into entrepreneurship i i would say that one critical part that i really learned about and and i brought with me all the time is to work as a team in in sweden tradition is that everyone is everyone's voice is heard It takes a lot more time but you get everyone on board and everyone can express their opinions and that part is really helpful in in getting a team together and and getting the power of more than one and that's also why we have so many strong swedish companies that's a very good analogy and very simple team and time time and team and this goes hand in hand arvin because if you have to work with the team as you also spoke you have to give time and when you bring in time and then you can work with the team so i i think that's a very nice snippet summary of time and team as a key ingredients towards entrepreneurship right it definitely is and that's also a challenge because time costs money and you always have a strict time limit so you always have to allow yourself to grow extra time to gain some part of success so that you allow the team to work together longer and longer because that that's how you, how you can build a strong company there is no other shortcuts yeah yeah so i think that company that solved this equation in mathematics that the constraint like a time and team you need to maximize or optimize but then you're funding or the money is your constraint exactly every time i go into my finance director i always have to have how can i sustain one more day so i can endure allow the team to grow yeah true and as you spoke of you got into business even at the age of 14 and if you can take us through your thinking process take your mind through that what prompted you or motivated you to come to get attracted towards entrepreneurship rather than doing other things getting a normal job or being a doctor or uh, being a scientist or doing something else what was going back then in your mind if you can take your memory back mm. uh, there there are actually two parts my father is an entrepreneur so i have i've seen the the back sides of it which should scare me off because <laughs> i've seen him <laughs> uh talking about great ideas and then seeing them not working and then some some of them uh are resulting in a great uh, result and some of them are not uh, even worth the paper they're written on so but that that was one very strong part and actually the other parts my father has been one stronghold in this and the other one was an entrepreneur i met quite early i think i was 15 or 16 he was he was the entrepreneur behind a fashion sh- uh, chain called Benetton the Scandinavian brand and he was both charismatic and he really very focused on driving result but giving everyone a very clear role he gave me a real strong I- impression of entrepreneurship I-, i met him i got a job actually i went there and and just asked for a job he, he said can you make this work that was his only question to me and I, as a 14 15 year old boy I said of course i can do that uh, so those two were actually the strong drivers i think i've just got it in me to to handle difficult situations that's interesting i think yeah that's what i was trying to get to what what were the influences at that early age because that's a very moldable age right definitely i've actually had uh, traditional jobs also but when you have the drive to 
challenge and, and change, then you need to have a you need really need to work in an environment that allows you to do that. Mm. Uh, so entrepreneurial, I, I would differ them uh, entrepreneurial and uh, entrepreneurial roles. I like the entrepreneurial roles as long as you're giving the acceptance of a company to actually do that. It's very difficult for companies to to do that. Yeah, that is true. But tell me, you have gone through multiple of these entrepreneurial journeys or initiatives. One thing I wanted to just check with you, what then drives you? Is it about making money or do you think your businesses or your initiatives has purpose, which is beyond just the financial aspect of it? Obviously, we live in a capitalistic society and money is there, but is it only about money? as a purpose for your businesses? Mm, I, I wish it was about money because then everything would be quite easy and you would make rational decisions. <laughs> no, for me, the absolute most critical part would be uh, lust. Lust, passion and fun are, are, are my key drivers. If I can't find those in a project, it won't be my priority. Mm. So that's always critical. It doesn't matter. I've been, I mean, we've been building gaming, finance, loaning services, uh, etc. If I can't find the, the angle of lust and, and the fun in it, then, uh, then I won't do it. Mm. It's quite simple. And my current project, uh, Green Butcher, that's, it's filled with passion. It's food, it's sustainability, it's vegetarian, uh, it's to change uh, food challenging the big companies um it's 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 full of passion and, and fun and really hardship also so so that's <laughs> that's something that i'm really looking forward to yeah green butcher that's interesting so tell us a little bit more about that then what got you started with green butcher after doing so many previous initiatives what's the background behind it what's the why behind green butcher the background is, is quite interesting i was uh, i was working with another company and during that part, I read an article about a person developing a new hard seltzer brand. And I met him. It's called Jon Birgne. And, and, and this was pure coincidental. He had this idea. He's been working with it for a couple of years, but never getting the traction for it. So we joined forces and uh, we have the brand. And now we're developing the, all the products around it. And... Uh, it's a mega trend. Uh, it's vegetarian food. And uh, we're making it sustainable. We're making it frozen. And we're making it very, very tasty, which is critical. It's not like in India where, where everything is great tasting. Vegetarian food normally tastes not very good in, in Europe. And I tried this and we've developed the recipes and we're developing the products. And uh, the flavors are incredible. So, so we have both that and, and key, of course, is to develop both the franchise concept and the retail part. And what stage of the business you are in presently or with Green Butcher? Quite early. We are out uh, looking for funding. We're, we've self-financed so far. Uh, we're looking for funding. We've grown the, the brand is there. Uh, we have all the patents and registrations in the EU. And we're meeting with different... We were supposed to produce this in, in the UK for the European market. But due to Brexit and everything, we, we hold that back. And now we're uh, starting to produce in Sweden. Uh, we're gonna, we've 
changed it uh, from an international launch to just we'll start in Sweden. Uh, we'll have a Swedish producer and we'll have everything locally uh, produced also. So that's uh, it's very it's very close from the production line to the farmer, and we like that concept actually to have it. So it's also part of the UN's global target for food. That's why why it feels so great also to work with this type of idea that is both tasty, it's a good business idea, and it's uh, sustainable as well. So it, it fills up many, many parts of my, my own ambition about life. Yeah. What kind of a feedback you get with this kind of idea in the market present? Oh, <laughs> going back to the, the first parts that we talked about, what are the challenges? Uh, this, this is this is classic startup oh but this is already done uh everyone is no no one likes vegetarian food how can you challenge ika and, and we're not going to challenge it we're going to work with ika um but uh how how can you how can you do something that all these big huge companies are already doing so that's when you have to go back to yourself you have to face yourself and you have to look into yourself and, and trust and dare to trust yourself can i can i do this better uh, is our idea uh, smarter? In what way do we contribute to the market? And why should we earn the consumer's trust? And we've been checking box and box and box. Uh, and it looks every day we get some, uh, when we meet some uh, VC companies, they say, oh, this is, this is uh, not high tech enough. Or uh, they say, this is not... Uh, this is too uh, too advanced. This is too much, uh, too too narrow a target group, or, or et cetera, et cetera. So every day we, we try to we have, we have to really focus on our own idea, and not to get torn by between the the investors' ideas. And that that's really one of the most difficult parts in in any type of entrepreneurship. This is not focused just on on the green butcher, of course, but it's. Uh, Every entrepreneur faces this type of challenge where, where different voices outside uh, want to contribute and they want to be part of your idea and they also want to challenge and also steer it their own way. So here as an entrepreneur, you really have to keep your focus. You need to trust yourself and every day discuss and be very open. The trust part to, to really as a team, uh, where you and I discuss every day uh, the challenges, and we ne- really need to to be open and dare to 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 share our uh, both the successes, but also our oh, I'm I failed with this. This was something whatever. So so you really need to be have the courage to 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 trust each other. Yeah, and more so in the ideas that you are kind of doing it, you get those negative voices or the question marks or the challenges that you receive from the external audience and still be then be true to yourself. And some questions of those will come back internally inside you. Okay, is this the right way? Yeah. That person may be saying this right. We are, we, are you on the right path? <laughs> every day. So that's why every morning I start with yoga and it really helps uh... Uh, actually, to to clean your own uh, conscience and, and be uh, to be open to new influences, but to focus yourself so you have your you have your roots really in the ground, so not to get carried away every time you hear something. 
Yeah, I think so. Uh, you bring up an important point. I, f- I feel and maybe you can validate it for an entrepreneur that mental strength and the mental balance and taking care of oneself uh, physically and mentally and emotionally and spiritually, whatever you call it, is very important. Should not get lost in the rush of actions and forget yourself as an individual who is critical to the success of that initiative. Yes, there's straight to some very critical and this is my own personal learning so my, my lovely girlfriend always said that i'm uh, i have so much energy into myself i have uh, i'm like a bouncing ball i can't stop and i, I so so this is um for me to have every day to root myself and to really work with my breathing and work with my physical endurance, that's critical because otherwise I'll be jumping all over the place. And, and, um, and I think this is, this is my learning uh, that well, when I started doing this 10 years ago, I actually changed the results from okay to, to getting really, really, really much better results in, in life in all parts. Yeah. And these are the things that contribute to it, right? I believe entrepreneurship success or the outcome is culmination of so many actions you take at a business level, at a personal level. Right? Yeah, you, you you can't have it only a business. It, 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 of, of course, it uh, affects my personal life also. So really dare to challenge yourself, dare to, to trust yourself and dare also to, to, to face your own demons or dragons uh, and, and actually don't get scared of them, but face them. Yep. Good. Uh, I think that segues to a very another important point, Arvind. We have been hearing from you and you have been kindly sharing all the learnings that you have taken through. But one thought I have and wanted to check with you as we learn as individuals, many times as you are growing up every year, we are carrying the past learnings and continuing on those. There should be some situation or there may be some situations where one needs to unlearn something from the past, which might be impacting you to learning new things in the present or blocking you or as we call baggage of the past have you had such experiences of unlearning moments some things that got into your behavior or character from the past which was nice and good at that point of time but you felt no this needs to be changed i need to drop doing this because this is impacting in these and these manners so can you share or if you had such unlearning experience moments in your life here right now yeah, I'm laughing because th- there are so many things that I've been working on unlearning, so I have to sort sort it out first. As a father of three kids, you know, you, you get the, you have this voice where you know that pick up your things, don't leave your shoes everywhere. Who, how many people are there in this family? This, there are shoes everywhere. <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's completely chaos. So nagging and being a a, a voice that is not very Pleasant, the part where, where you don't share, but you want to drive towards your goal, but you do it alone, uh, that's, that's a really bad idea. Uh, and that's something that I've been working hard to unlearn. Same thing with, with being when you're stressed. Don't, don't share your stress with other people. That's not, no one is interested. Everyone understands that everyone is stressed but you don't need to share it. Uh, instead, talk, look at yourself and see, see the reasons why are you stressed and to dare to challenge yourself in, in actually handling your own stress so that you can give people a, a calmer relationship with you. Mm-hmm. So I would say that those two are um, important unlearnings. I was talking about one earlier also. 
Yeah, you were mentioning that you were rushed for it, right? You wanted to be quick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's the same same thing. I mean, I have uh, so much energy, and I want to be. I want to finish fast, and I want to get results fast. And 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 you really need to get time working with you. You can't. You can never work against time, and that's actually a difficult thing to understand as a 20-year-old entrepreneur. But sometimes time is critical, of course. But you still have to work with time to use the power of time into your projects instead. And, and let, let ideas grow and they will be much stronger. Uh, normally, when you do a project or a new business, you make a huge plan. Make it in small steps so you can, you can actually gain wins every day. Oh, I made two calls. Yes, I won this day. Uh, so you actually cut down the huge business idea or your great idea, your great venture that you're working with into tiny, tiny, tiny steps. Uh, and the satisfaction of every day being able to check out a box or sh- talking within the team, oh, look, we got this today. That's fabulous. What's, what's up for tomorrow? So you allow yourself to, to enjoy the victories when you have them, because you're, you're going to face many challenges anyway. But that's a perfect way, I, I, w- I would say, to, to work with time. Yeah, thanks a lot for sharing those unlearnings with us, Arvin. But as you were speaking, another thought came to my mind. We are certainly focusing on time, but you spoke about your girlfriend, your life partner, and your kids, and you have business partners, then the time is there, which you need to give some time, and then time is also a scarce resource. So... What's your view? How do you manage all these things with your personal life, with the kids and the family and your professional and entrepreneurial life, which also needs so much of attention? How do you convert these two to working with each other in sync so that each of these doesn't, because they both demand time, right? Which becomes the conflicting factor. (laughs) So maybe you can take through the practicalities of it. How have you managed to work these two in a very harmonious manner or in a synergetic manner to help you. I think that's a key struggle, a challenge most business developers would be going through who have both the family and the professional aspect and time is the critical scarce resource sitting in between. Like anything else, you have to focus first and foremost. It's like when you're on an airplane, put on your mask first on yourself and then on your kids. If you're if you feel good, if you are healthy, if you eat the right food, if you work out or train or do whatever type of exercise regularly, you will be you will be feeling much better, and then you will have the energy to share it to everyone in your close proximity. It's not simple, but every day do your practice, do your whatever you like to do, and do it thoroughly, and set up your own goals towards it. If you feel good, then you have the energy to help other people. I've been doing that for the last 10 years, and and that has really helped me in overcoming stress, challenges, and uh, whatever time. I mean, of course, there are conflicts when you have three kids. They, They all want their time. They need their time, and you have your home, and you have your partners and everything. But if if you feel good, then you have the energy to share. So focus on yourself. It might sound a bit uh, selfish, but it's rather the opposite, I would say. When you look at people, they, you meet people. When you, when you feel that they're too exhausted, you know that they 
they won't be able to deliver the things that they should be able to deliver. And then when looking at it, you normally see that they, they share too much of themselves and there's nothing left. And I think that's, uh, that's one way of, of really handling things much better is focus on yourself. Yeah, true. Yeah, strangely and philosophically, I'll say, it means people say selfish in a negative word, it is being perceived as a negative thing. But I feel that self-betterment, if you, if you don't use the word selfish, you need to take care of yourself first. And only then you are prepared and ready and have the ability to take care of others, right? Be personal or business. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, it's so important. I, I believe that if everyone would let themselves be this kind of uh, self-conscious, I think the world would be much better because you would have much more energy to help other people. And truly, and then as a business developer, I believe that would certainly lead to much more successful and fruitful outcomes in the business too, right? Yeah, of course. If, if, you, if, you are, if you feel confident or if you feel strong at least or healthy, you would be able to, to commit harder to ideas and you will get much better results because that's part of the time timeline to actually endure the hardships. Uh, but you can only do that if, you're, if you have the health and the energy and the focus. True. Thanks a lot, Arvind, for sharing all those thoughts. Uh, so coming towards the end of this episode, but you have really shared many of those nitty-gritties and details of those challenges and the learnings and also the unlearnings you have gone through. So many thanks for doing that. So as we come to the close of this podcast, would, would you have anything further to share, anything about your business or anything else you want to share with the audience or the listeners here? Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm, we have the really tough COVID times, of course, and I hope everyone stays healthy. But as soon as we're out of these, uh, we, I would love to en- invite all of your listeners to, to uh, the grand opening of our uh, Green Butcher launch that will be happening during this uh, somewhere before the summer. Yeah. Great then, Arvind. Thanks a lot for coming here. Uh, you are available on LinkedIn, right? Maybe I can post your LinkedIn profile link in the podcast episode. Yeah, notes. please do share my, my contacts. Great. Thanks a lot, Arvind, for today. You have a nice day ahead and wish you all the best with Green Butcher. We would love to see that coming in the stores here in Sweden. Soon. Yes, uh, so would I. And really, thanks for be letting me part of your, of your podcast and uh, meeting all these wonderful people. Great. Take care, Arvind. Have a nice day ahead. Bye-bye. For the success of a business, time, team, and trust are the key ingredients. That's what I learned from today's episode. What have you learned? It is important to draw our own learnings from the life situations we face, even from listening to a podcast episode. One hack to increase or deepen our learnings that I have heard from an avid listener is to share and discuss a podcast episode with your friends or family members or colleagues, and be open to diverse perspectives or points of views. Do give it a try and experience how it worked for you. Hope you could gain some ideas, inspirations, or food for thought towards your journey of developing your business, now or in the near future. Do give me a high five if you like this episode. I would also love to hear your feedback and suggestions for improvement. My contact information is provided in the episode notes. That's it for now. See you again in the next episode of the Business Developer Podcast. Stay happy, healthy, curious to learn. And remember, time, team and trust. You need them all.
to make your business successful. Bye for now.